everybody, and welcome to the 56th episode of the Jacked on the Beanstalk podcast. I am your blood-sucking, iron-pumping beast of a host, Countess Shorkula. May I speak yet, master? Yes, Igor, go ahead. And I am her loyal slave, Scare. Scare Shorky. My mistake. I called you Igor before, but I like Scare much better. No problem, Master. Call me what you like. Anyway, I hate to ruin this intro, but you do realize you've done the Dracula voice on a past episode, right? Yeah, I know, but it was not for Halloween special, and we didn't have any of the sound effects that we'll be playing on this one, so stop breaking character, and thanks for ruining the intro. My apologies, Master. Welcome to the Jacked on the Beanstalk Vegan Podcast, hosted by the Shorky Sisters. Repping the vegan hippie meatheads of the world is Sam, the first ever vegan World Naturals Bikini Pro coach, author, and blogger, who's got an ass that's out of this world. Repping the busy, tired moms of the world is Sarah, and her ass is, well, mediocre. Together, they're on a mission to live with purpose and unlock the mysteries of a healthy mind, body, and spirit. So grab a seat in the back of Sarah's minivan and enjoy the ride. already gathered, we thought it would be fun and completely useless for everybody listening to do a short little episode all about my personal favorite holiday of all, and that is Halloween. And my least favorite holiday of all time. Yeah, why do you hate Halloween again? No appeal. I just don't get it. But what is there not to get? You get to watch scary, gory movies all month long. Which I hate. You get to wear fun or hilarious or terrifying or just plain super skanky costumes for one night. Yeah, have no interest. And you get to hog out on copious amounts of candy and chips and chocolate. And get fat. But you also have kids, so I would think that having children would make Halloween even more fun for the first few years then it just becomes a pain in the ass walking around in the dark and the cold and sometimes the rain although my kids don't know that i don't tell them i hate halloween oh really well i cannot wait until harry is old enough to understand halloween i definitely will be dressing him up and dressing up with him to go trick-or-treating and I'm totally going to be that parent with the super decorated house and even though Harry is only four months old for this year I did get him a little skeleton onesie to wear even if we don't leave the house. (laughs) See I also hate the decorations. If you look at Christmas decorations they're fun, they're cheerful, they're colorful and then Halloween decorations I just look around my living room and it's filled with death and gore. (laughs) 
It's depressing. See, and that is one of the many difference between us.、Mm. Remember how badly, as a kid, I wanted to be a vampire, and I still, to this day, say that if I ever end up getting married, I'm going to have a vampire zombie themed wedding, and you, of course, will be my maid of honor. Can't wait to see what I'll be wearing. Enough about us. We have to bring some kind of value to our listeners on this episode. So yeah, can't wait to find out. How you're gonna do that? <laughs> well, first I just need.、Uh, can you grab me that box next to you? I've got some notes in there I wanted to mention next, actually. What? This box? Yeah, that old-looking one from 1845. What is? Where did you? <gasps> Holy shit! What the hell is that? Just relax, there. It's oh okay. My, oh my god. Relax.、What? It's Harry in his skeleton onesie. Just relax. It's Harry. Okay, okay. It's Harry in his little onesie. I just just、Ooh. talking about. You see, it's cute. He's、okay. just a little tired and fussy. Okay. Oh my god. Just relax. Okay. Sorry. I I don't know what just happened. I guess I'm just a little on edge when it comes to Halloween. It's it okay. Freaks me out. Okay. All right. Anyways, back to the show. So what I thought might be helpful. For this first segment, is to give everybody a list of some popular and easy to find—that's key—vegan-friendly Halloween candies for those of you who are participating in trick or treating or giving out candy at your own house. Now, you might be one of those lame parents who, instead of candy or non-vegan candy, you give out apples or raisins. <laughs> My son did get a little box of organic raisins last year. Hey, at least they were organic. Yeah, was that from you? Unfortunately, not. I would be giving the trick or treaters one of the following: trick or treat, cracker jack, caramel coated popcorn with peanuts. Is vegan? Really? They don't use butter? Nope. It's basically made with corn syrup, molasses, and soybean oil. Now they just need their prizes to suck less. Hubba Bubba Bubble Gum is also vegan, as are Twizzlers. Nibs are delicious.、Mm, they are. And let's not forget about Maynard. Even better, my favorite. Love me some Sour Patch Kids and Swedish Berries. Oh yeah. Or Cherry Blasters. Yeah.、Mm, or the Fuzzy Peaches. Also, any gummies from. Squish candies are vegan, and something that always filled my treat sack when I was younger. Treat sack? Yeah, my pillowcase or the little bucket. What do, what do you call the trick or treat bucket? Treat Definitely、sack. not a treat sack. Well, whatever. Anyways, when we were kids, between these and those god awful candy kisses, remember those、oh, weird.、Yeah. Caramels that ripped your teeth out. These candies always made up the majority of my treat sack. And here in Canada, we call them rockets, eh? But apparently, the Americans call them Smarties. What? If they call those Smarties, what do they call Smarties? I don't know. Chocolate Smarties? Yeah, I don't, that just sounds confusing. Well, rockets, eh? According to my research, they're touted as America's favorite candy roll. They're lying. They're like a tinier, shittier version of sweet tarts. Which brings me to the next vegan candy on our list: sweet tarts.、Mm. Remember when we worked at the dollar store together, and you always had a roll of sweet tarts in your smock? I was just thinking that. <laughs> yeah, my dollar store smock was my treat sack. <laughs> 
<laughs> totally. Skittles are also vegan. Ooh, that one I knew. I, I do love me some Skittles. Funny, I never knew they were vegan. Actually, probably a good thing I did not know. Then, of course, there's always chips. Most chips are vegan, although I kind of always hated getting chips as a kid. Same with soft drinks. I hated when people gave out cans of pop. Who the hell gave that out? That's like carrying a bomb in your treat sack. <laughs> Tons of people gave out soft drinks, and it really did suck because they always weighed down your treat sack big time. No kidding. But in all seriousness, did you prefer candy, chips, or chocolate as a kid? Tough call, but probably the chocolate. Yeah, same. Moving on in this Halloween episode. Shit, I think Harry's awake now, though. Can you uh, just grab that doll of his over there and, and give it to him, please, sir? Yeah, that one. Hi, I'm Chucky. Ah, what the? Relax. It's just a doll, Sarah. It's just a toy for Harry. Terrifying. Okay, next up, I wanted to discuss what to do with the whole trick-or-treating situation for your vegan little ones. And I thought this was a really relevant topic because even if you're not a parent, you might be one day. And even if you have no interest in kids whatsoever, this is an interesting discussion for us vegans. And what I suggest for anyone who does have kids to make sure that they can still enjoy the whole trick-or-treating experience without eating a bunch of garbage or non-vegan candy. I want to share some of the ideas that other vegan moms have shared with me. Now, Sarah, you're obviously a shitty vegan mom because you kind of treat Halloween as a special occasion and you let your kids have whatever treats they gather in their treat sack. Is that correct? Yeah. Why does that make me a shitty vegan? Well, I guess I should say you're the only vegan in your family, so your kids would probably be kind of confused, not to mention pissed off, if you tried to tell them they were only allowed the organic raisins this year. Yeah, that would go over real well. I'm working on transitioning my family, but I have no plans to kill their Halloween tradition just yet. That would be pretty devastating. Well, one idea that I heard from another vegan mother that I quite enjoyed is called the Switch Witch. And basically, this mom lets her kids go out trick-or-treating, but when they come home and leave their treat sack out overnight, the Switch Witch comes and replaces all of their evil animal-derived treats with vegan-friendly options and things like pencils and stickers and books. And I thought that was a pretty cute little idea. Sounds kind of cruel to me. Cruel, really? But they still get to enjoy all the trick-or-treating fun, and this way is better for their health and still aligns with their vegan values, no? Okay, well let's take you back to your childhood. Imagine going trick-or-treating and seeing handfuls of chocolate treats being poured into your little bucket, or treat sack, as you like to call it, and then all of those treats mysteriously disappearing, and then in their place is a bunch of fucking pencils. (laughs) Well, I think what I would do is replace them with some kind of kick-ass toy that Harry would prefer over candy. And I know there are some other vegan moms out there who will even give their kids the option to trade their candy for toys. So rather than pulling the whole Switch Witch deal on them, she will barter in a let's make a deal kind of way. And apparently her kids always opt for the toys. I thought that was another good way to deal 
deal with it, too. Now, see, that is a much better idea. Not like the switch bitch. (laughs) I mean, there's definitely more creative ways to do it. And that one is a good idea. Your kids are well aware that they're making the trade rather than some asshole who comes in the middle of the night and steals their candy. Okay, fine. I think also what a lot of vegan parents do is they'll take their kids out trick-or-treating early and then they'll come home, take all of the non-vegan stuff out and then throw those things back into the bowl of candy that they're giving out to kids that come to their house and then whatever vegan candy they had remaining in their bucket will then go to their own kids treat sack if you know what I mean which I think that's a pretty good idea too yeah that's that's not bad I think there are different ways you can play this I mean first of all if you're dealing with small kids chances are they've never really had candy and it's more about the experience and dressing up and going door to door yelling trick-or-treat and then with older kids they understand better that they're vegan and they don't eat these things and they're kind of used to this scenario yeah I like what one of my vegan mama friends does and she takes her little girl trick-or-treating and asks each house if they have any vegan treats and if they say no she'll say okay we'll take a trick then are you serious (laughs) okay so You don't like that? No. Let me get this straight. Now we're taking your children to a stranger's house for free shit. I knew you were going to love this one. And then you're going to have the nerve to ask if they have any vegan options. If I were that person, I'd be like, get the hell off my lawn. But I think it's a good passive-aggressive way of politely suggesting to people, hey, consider the dietary needs of others when you're buying your candy. But this is why people hate vegans. You're going door-to-door to collect free crap that people are offering in the spirit of Halloween out of the goodness of their hearts. This isn't a damn restaurant. There is no vegan section of the menu, for frig's sakes. No, but you're giving them a trick if they can't provide you with a cruelty-free treat. What that trick might be, I'm not sure, but I like the idea. Yeah, what do these people have a repertoire of tricks? If somebody asked me that, I'd have nothing. Maybe they hand the homeowner a paper bag filled with go-vegan pamphlets and run away. Who knows, you know? Yeah, or maybe this is why there are more and more houses that are in darkness and don't participate in any of the fun on Halloween night anymore. (laughs) Yeah, or they're probably just broke students. Or grumpy old bags. Quite frankly, if I didn't have kids, I would be one of those people. Anyway, look, vegans are used to creating alternatives and substitutes, and yes, it's annoying, but Halloween is different. I mean, as an example... If you're taking your kid to a birthday party, chances are the cake is not vegan. Right. So you make a special little cupcake so that your kid can have a special treat too and partake in the festivities. Yep, and that's exactly what I plan to do with little Harry. Well, yeah, and then they won't feel left out, etc. But the difference here is that you're going to somebody else's house to collect something that they are offering. That is the purpose of your visit. So it's not up to your standards. Don't go. You don't go to random houses and demand they provide something that's dairy-free, nut-free, gluten-free. <laughs> yeah, I totally get what you're saying. And I think the best advice for those vegan parents is to just do what a lot of the local vegan parents do here in Ottawa, and they'll throw a big 
big Halloween party for the vegan families and that way your kids still get to dress up and parents if you're like me and enjoy that. There's tons of food that everybody can eat and there's tons of vegan candy and treats for the little kitties to take home as well. So no one has to feel left out or be a pain in the ass to everyone who isn't vegan. But of course that's not always an option if you don't know a lot of other vegan families in your neighborhood. And there's other ways you can be passive aggressive with your own treat bowl that you're handing out will obviously consist of Maynard's candies or maybe some of those little snack size mini Oreo packs or whatever. And as you're handing them out, you can make a point of saying, here you go, vegan treats for everybody. And then people see that, think, oh, these things are vegan and they're not mini boxes of raisins. Right. Yeah. And you could even take your activism one step further and attach a pamphlet to each mini bag of Maynard's all about where gelatin comes from. No. (laughs) I kid, I kid. Okay. So anyway, speaking of giving out free shit. We have not yet announced the winner of last podcast episode's Patreon prize. Free shit! So, if you were listening to last podcast episode, you would know that we are giving away to one lucky winner, Performance Labs kick-ass pre-workout formula, which includes both creatine and glutamine to not only help with your muscle recovery, but for building those pipes as well. Plus, they've got some Cordyceps mushrooms and L-citrulline, two of my favorite ingredients to help give you a crazy pump whilst working out. It also has L-carnitine to help boost fat burning. Oh, and by the way, if anyone listening is not a patron but wants to test out the many awesome Performance Lab supplements, you can just visit their website at performancelab.com and enter my code JOTB10 to receive 10% off your purchase. Okay, here we go. Who's it gonna be? This is the big spooktacular prize! First time Donna is winning, and Donna has been such a long time supporter of the podcast and all things JOTB. So that is awesome to see her name winning. Congrats, Donna. And of course, if any of our other listeners want to get in on this prize action that we do each and every new episode, just head on over to patreon.com slash jacked on the beanstalk to sign up and win many of these spooktacular prizes. <laughs> All right. And what about this episode's prize? I'm actually really excited about this one. So in keeping with the Halloween theme, because we always like to make the prize relevant to the topic of that episode, this Halloween special, we are giving away something very exciting and tasty. I'm sure all you bodybuilders listening who have a brutal sweet tooth already know of them. And if you don't, you're going to be very grateful for me telling you about them. The company is called Lacanto, and they make all kinds of delicious, sugar-free, and all-natural products. They're also made with monk fruit, which is so hot right now in the health space. And a much more palatable alternative to stevia. Mm. <laughs> 
I like stevia, but with Lakanto and monk fruit, you will never have to consume sucralose or aspartame's chemical syrups ever again. Woohoo! Wish I'd known about these guys when I was in competition prep mode. Yeah, so Lakanto makes so many different sweet treats, be it chocolate bars, muffin and cookie mixes, icing sugar, granular sugar, maple syrup, and chocolate chips. Monk fruit is actually a healing herb that comes from Eastern medicine that has been used to treat all kinds of ailments for centuries, and its sweetness actually comes from antioxidants called magro seeds. Magro seeds? Don't know. Yeah. But they're antioxidants, and you know what that means. They're going to protect your cells from the effects of free radicals and kill those sweet cravings. Double bonus. And for this week's Halloween prize, Lakanto has oh so generously donated a bag of their sugar-free vegan chocolate chips. So you kids can look forward to hearing the winner of this sweet prize. No pun intended. (laughs) And it's not too late to get in on this draw. Again, it's at patreon.com slash jacked on the beanstalk or if you'd rather just buy them directly from their site lacanto.com that's l-a-k-a-n-t-o.com and use the code shorky30 to get a whopping 30 percent off i know right off all of their goodies and don't worry guys i will link that up in the show notes for this episode but still sign up to our patreon Obviously. We actually just send out our exclusive fall newsletter to all of our patrons this week, which Mm -hmm. included a personalized email from us and a special fall recipe. Yep. All right. Enough Patreon promo. Before we wrap this episode up, I think it would be fun to now share some tips for all you fit and sexy vegans out there who have your slutty, skanky Halloween costumes all ready to go. I know I've got mine. It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told. See, I always enjoyed combining slutty with weird and disturbing. So, for instance, you know, I was a a Star Wars Star Trek nerd, so I would dress up as Lieutenant Worf, who is a Klingon from TNG, the next generation, of course. Nerd alert! And I literally had a custom-made Klingon forehead for this. Custom-made? Yeah, I ordered it from a dude on Etsy, and I went all out to make sure I... I really nailed the wharf costume. I even paired it with the sexy Starfleet officer dress in yellow to represent wharf's color of lieutenancy. And I even had it tailored to be super tight and short. So it really fucked with people, you know? They could appreciate the detail of my costume plus the obscurity. And at the same time, they were weirdly turned on by me. It sounds like a whole lot of work to me. Well, it is if you take it very seriously. No, and I, yes, I feel like there's a lot of people that take it very seriously. Mm-hmm. See, I'd be going to Walmart and getting like a $20 hot dog costume. But that's promoting meat. No, in my mind, it's a veggie dog. Fair enough. For all of you who have been waiting all year for the one day that you can actually dress up like a whore and not be judged for it. No, you're being judged. <laughs> we know what you're up to. Well, I'm not judging as long as some thought and originality has gone into your costume. But anyway, if you live in a frozen wasteland like we do, it gets awfully cold in Canada by October 31st, eh? I gore. Oh, but when you're bearing all that bare skin, you gotta keep warm somehow, eh? Isn't that what alcohol is for? It is, but we're a vegan health and fitness podcast here. We don't promote getting drunk, Skara. So, if possible, here's some tips for all you skanks out there. <laughs> 
Choose a costume that allows for thigh-high or knee-high boots, which will more than likely be all of you girls listening. Maybe not the men. I'm sure you're all planning to wear very short skirts or shorts for Halloween, but yeah, high boots are a must. That way you can keep most of your legs warm while the rest of you freezes. Plus, they look hot. I always wore tights or pantyhose in addition to a pair of thick, snuggy, knee-high socks. And yes, your feet will be sweating profusely, but at least your legs will be warm. You could also add a cloak or a cape to your costume to help keep your upper body a little bit warmer. I'll be super veggie dog. (laughs) Here's one for you, Sarah. I mean, scare. Wear a skin-colored turtleneck underneath your costume. Blend well with the bun part of my costume. (laughs) Final tip, wear skin-colored gloves or gloves that match your costume. Oh, and don't forget, wearing a wig or a mask will heat up your face something awful, but it'll keep you warm. I definitely learned that one the hard way many times, and yet I continue to do both each and every year. This whole thing just sounds really hot and sweaty. Oh, oh, and another good one. Bring a flask of hot lemon water with you to drink. So whether you're taking public transit to get to your Halloween party, which you should be if you're drinking, have a flask of hot lemon water. It will help you feel warmer and the lemon will help de-bloat you, which is an extra bonus if you're bearing your tummy and midriff area. Oh, and on that note, one of our Patreons and one of my clients reminded me of this for our recovery episode. Be sure to have an Epsom salt bath the night before or right before you put your costume on to help you dry out so you look as felt as possible. So not only is Epsom salt bath great for recovery and and your muscles, but it actually helps to get rid of any kind of water retention. So I always tell my competing girls to do that the night before they hit the stage too. And then of course, couple more stage-ready competition tips can apply to your Halloween costume too. Get a spray tan or apply a self-tanner. Hit up a tanning bed if you're okay with wrinkles and cancer. Help (laughs) you look as defined as possible for Halloween night. Unless, of course, you're going as a vampire. In that case, I've got that look down pat this year. I am so white right now. I've been wearing the vampire costume for about 10 years now. (laughs) At least we've kept the wrinkles at bay whilst we avoided the sun. All right, I think it's time to wrap this holiday episode up. Our spectacular, spooktacular special, which ended up being a lot longer than we anticipated. (laughs) (laughs) And I probably gained a whole lot more haters. You can redeem yourself with the song choice, even though I enforced this one. Right, I was going to say. So what song are we singing? Well, I was all for Thriller or Ghostbusters, Mm -hmm. but... Both excellent, yes. Yeah, since you've always been weirdly obsessed with Rocky Horror Picture Show, I've been forced to sing Time Warp. Yes, that is correct. And yes, fun fact about little Sam Shorky guys, in high school, I was so obsessed with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, I literally belonged to the official fan club that had a membership card and everything. Nerd alert! I went to various fan club events and screenings where I would dress up as my favorite characters, usually Columbia, because she had short hair and so did I. Right. And I'm just warning everybody now that I will be getting really into this song and performance. I know I get into all of them, but this one, it just holds a special place in my heart and I plan to sing most of the song.
song so that I'm able to perform the part of all characters from Riff Raff to Magenta to Columbia. So you guys are in for a real treat. And or a trick. trick. Ah, <laughs> 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 we both said that one. <laughs> okay, here goes. The time warp from one of the greatest movies of all time, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It's astounding. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. I've got to keep control. I remember doing the time warp, drinking those moments when the blackness would hit me and the void would be calling. Let's do the time warp again. Let's do the time warp again. It's just a jump to the left. And And then then a step to the right. With your hands on your hips. You bring your knees in tight. But it's the pelvic thrust that really drives you insane. Let's do the time warp again. I hope you guys enjoyed that and we didn't break your eardrums or I didn't break your eardrums. Happy Halloween. (laughs) It's really hot in this closet. Have a great, fun, happy Halloween, everybody. And we will be back real soon. (laughs) Shorky sisters.